Welcome to a one-off episode of Livewire where we're going to talk about our catalytic program because you're loved. I wonder if you've uh, ever thought about uh, why you're a Christian. Uh, I'm sure many of us would think of many different reasons why we're Christians but the answer is actually the same. You're a Christian because somebody told you about Christ. And on Pays, obviously, we have a real passion about telling people about Jesus and motivating people to tell others. We have three distinctives, and our mission distinctive is to go beyond attraction to application. What we mean by that is that us as a leaders, our job is not simply to say to people, hey, bring your friends to hear us, but bring us to where your friends are so we can show you how to share your faith in your neighborhood and your community. Now, I've been preaching and speaking about that for a long time, along with the other two distinctives. And what we found was that the problem with that was that people intellectually signed up to that and said, absolutely, we should be doing that. That's biblical. Let's do it. But then never did because there was nothing practical to help them get into it. So we decided to come up with catalytic programs. And the catalytic program for mission from Pays is Because You're Loved. We're going to take a look at this program, but first let me uh, introduce you to uh, a scripture that I think is incredibly important. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So our job then as leaders is to train people, not simply do the job for them. Now, because I'm an old man, um, I've seen a change in the way we do things. Uh, when I first got involved in kind of evangelism, as we might call it, there was a lot of this kind of turn or burn. It was very confrontational. It was quite harsh. It was mainly verbal. Uh, and now, now, nowadays, it seems to be, has kind of almost swung to where it's all about Jesus loves you. And it's very practical. And the kind of mantra of the age is, you know, you don't necessarily need words. You just need to show action. For me, both of them are extremes. Uh, both of them are just aspects of the full gospel, which is both um, physical, helping people with their physical needs, but also verbally sharing the truth and the need for Jesus. So what is Because You're Loved? Because You're Loved is a year-long program that actually has three separate campaigns or missions within it. These three missions serve different purposes but allow us as leaders to go with and train people in three important areas of mission. To show our faith, to share our faith and to bring people to faith. So I'm going to go through in this uh, live wire the three different um, programs in the campaign because you're loved and practically set each one out for you. So first of all, let's take a look at Dared to Love. Dared to Love is about showing our faith. So through a week-long um, program of practical, intentional acts of kindness, which I'll explain a little bit more to give you some kind of sense of the buzz it creates and the kind of thing it can lead to. Let me just show you Pays Great Britain's Because You're Loved video where they explain and you can see some of the things that they got involved in. 
It's awesome to be in Burnley Town Centre today. The, the sun is shining, it's a beautiful day. Town is packed full of people. And uh, we're here as part of the M4 tour. It's a great partnership between the Pays Project and Life Church. Uh, over this weekend, there'll be over 100 volunteers from Life Church and Pays impacting the community, serving across East Lancashire, doing gardens and working with young people on Stoops Estate in Burnley. People here in the town centre doing great giveaways and interacting with the cross. And uh, Monday, there'll be a big family fun day uh, in Burnley. Loads of things going on. It's just amazing to see. So that video gives an overview of Because You're Loved. It gives a sense of the feel of it. But as I said, actually Because You're Loved is three different programs. And the first program is Dare to Love. This is how it works. Each day has a theme. Each theme has a dare. Each dare uses a Because You're Loved card. And the week ends with a specific special events. So the idea works off that kind of human instinct of if you do it, I'll do it, uh, where we give the people that we're training a dare for each day. There are different themes for each day, as you'll see later. Encouragement one day, generosity another day, compassion a different day, connection another day. So there's five days we have specific dares. Now you can come up with your own dares, but we can suggest some as well. And what happens is that the people uh, wear Because You're Loved or, or Dare to Love t-shirts and they wear wristbands and they are given a handout. And this handout explains each dare for each day of the week. And when they give or when they perform an uh, act of intentional kindness, they give the people they do the thing for a card, a Because You're Loved card. We'll talk more about that card a little bit later on. First, let me talk about the five categories for each day. One of them is encouragement, where we give someone some practical form of encouragement. Another day is service, where we give our time to serve someone in a practical way. A third is compassion, where we give help for someone who is hurting. A fourth is generosity, where we give someone something we own or we make or we buy for them. And the fifth one is where we offer them a way to meet up with us and find out more. And usually we use the end of week events for that. So a little bit later on, we'll look at some suggestions for those themes. But each, each theme, each category uh, has a specific dare. Now let me show you the card again. Um, on one side, as you can see, it says simply because you're loved. But on the other side, there's a website. Uh, when people go to the website, they see this screen. There are two options. If they've received a card, they can click on the website points to a video. I'm going to show you the video. The video is a very simple video to simply explain an aspect of the gospel. Take a look. Hi, have you ever asked the question, why do I exist? The answer is actually quite simple. You exist because no one exactly like you ever existed before. 
God wanted someone exactly like you. You were loved because you were created to be loved. Of course, not everything about you is lovable, is it? We are all flawed and imperfect. In fact, we sometimes need saving from ourselves, don't we? Yet when Jesus came to die on a cross, he did not come to just rescue you. He came to recruit you. He came to invite you to spread his love on the planet. God says that the kind of religion he loves is the kind that looks after orphans and widows in their distress and rejects the evil in the world that pollutes us. God, therefore, wants to fill you with his love so you can, in turn, bring his love to others. Do you have a sense of that already? A bigger reason to live than just you? If so, please let us connect you with someone who can tell you more. Why? Because you are loved. The point of the video is not to get somebody to say some kind of prayer in a vacuum. Really what we're trying to do is to get people to connect with us. So people who receive the card will go on there and there'll be a place for them to respond and then somebody, probably the people who gave them the card in the first place will be notified so they can contact them and make a connection with them. But also on that page is a, uh, on that website I should say, is a social wall. So people are encouraged that when they go on the video, when they go on the website, that if they've uh, been blessed by receiving the card, that they tell their story on social media, they just tweet, got a great gift, a muffin, or, or whatever it might be, somebody did this for me, and they put the hashtag, hashtag because you're loved. And that will automatically generate a social wall where we'll see people's stories and they'll be able to see uh, the stories of other people as well. People who received a card and the people who gave cards can tell their story also. So at the end of the week, we have a party. This is a party where we share stories of what happened during the week and include a short presentation on why you're loved plus give people an invitation to join in the rest of the campaign. You see, for people who have come to the party, it should be a fun event, it could be outside, it could be inside. We want them to hear stories, uh, we want to share our own stories and rejoice at what God did during the week. But also, we, we understand that not everybody's next step is to say the sinner's prayer. For them, the next step might be simply to get involved with another because you love campaign and sense what it's like to be involved in what God's doing on the planet. Okay, so in summary, Dare to Love is where we get people to show their faith. We give them five dares, split into the five different categories or themes, and at the end of the week, um, we have a party, and people who were uh, reached, and people who were participating in Because You Loved, come together for a great event, and we enjoy ourselves, we tell stories of what happened during the week, um, and we also just hear a little bit of why we are indeed loved by God. Okay, let's take a look at the first workshop. Please look through the ideas used by Pays in Ireland for their Dare to Love Week. Then discuss how you might see these working in your local street, business, place of education, or wherever you're planning a Because You're Loved campaign. Ask, 
Would these dares work or can we think of even better ones that fit in to the five themes? So on your worksheet is the five ideas that you can adopt or you can think about them and think, you know, we could do something even better that fits into encouragement or a better way of showing generosity. All we'd like you to do is stick to the five different themes and then think creatively, should we adopt these ones or think of new ideas? Please just spend 10 minutes looking at that and then we'll look at the second program of part of the Because You Loved campaign. The second part or the second program of Because You Love campaign is Who Loves You? And this is where we share our faith verbally. And in this week, people participate in inviting others to come and hear their story. 1 Peter 3 verse 15 says this, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. One of the things that I've worried about in past Because Your Love campaigns is that people love the dare to love because it's easy. You know, people go and just show people how much God loves them and it's kind of nice and it feels warm and fuzzy. But who loves you is a next step. For me, it's more effective. And as leaders, our job is not to take those people we're leading and make things easier for them. Our job is to make those people more effective. So dare to love is showing, but who loves you is where we get our participants to actually share their faith verbally. And this is how we do that. First of all, the week starts with a teaser campaign. What do I mean by that? Well, uh, we put up posters and maybe displays in our community that simply ask the question, who loves you? And each participant creates a story video, which I'll explain in a moment. And then they post it on their social media. And thirdly, the week ends with a specific special event that's different from a dare to love event. Okay, let's look at them in a little bit more detail. So the teaser campaign, what does that look like? Well, it can be as simple as posters all around the neighborhood, going to your local library. If you're doing this in your office, um, one of our Pays Venture apprentices who works with a software business, just simply put posters up in the canteen and all around the office that ask the question, who loves you? I know in Ireland, they were able to talk to uh, the management of a uh, shopping mall and the shopping mall had a spare shop window. In fact, it was two shop windows and they were able to create an entire display, shop window display that simply asked the question, who loves you? And it was there, I think, for about four weeks uh, building up to the week of who loves you. So you can think of lots of different ways, I'm sure, of creating a teaser campaign and of course you can download the posters from us but you can create other ideas as well. Another part of the teaser campaign is giving the participants wristbands like the one you can see now or something similar and on it it simply says ask me who loves you. Of course the obvious purpose of this is to make each of our participants um, provokers of the question who loves me. 
and give them a chance to share there and then, whether they're in the coffee bar, whether they're just out shopping, wherever they might be, but also through um, practice getting ready for what is probably the most effective part, parts, I should say, of Because You're Love, which is the video that they create. Let me explain these videos. So everyone creates a video and then they post it onto their social media and they share it with as many of their friends as they can. But there's some specific instructions for the way the video should be done. Number one, people hold up a card which reads, who loves you? And they pause for three seconds. Then they flip it over to the other side, which reads, I love you. Then they say, I love you because God first loved me and here's my story. Now this may sound really scripted because it is, but it's important that everybody does it the same way because we want a sense of rhythm to these videos that people see the connection. So we're trying to train people how to do this well. After they say the words, I love you because God first loved me and here's my story, they simply share their story of faith. Then they finish with this line, that's my story, but this could also be your story if you ask the question. And then again, they flip the card round, which reads, who loves you? What we ask is that the videos are no more than a minute or maybe just over a minute. And when they post them, they post them to YouTube and in the title, they have their story, maybe my story, but they use the hashtag in the title, hashtag because you're loved. And those YouTube videos will then go on the social wall where everybody around the world can see everybody's story from around the world. The obvious benefit is what we're trying to do is help people think through how to tell their story, but not simply tell their story, but fit it into the theme of because you're loved. So let me show you how this works. Here's a couple of example videos. Uh, these are using the exact format we've just shared. I love you because God first spoke. And here's my story. I wasn't raised in a Christian home, but I was sent to a Christian school when I first moved to the States. I didn't actually believe in God for the longest time uh, and I even criticized Christians because I saw the worldly things in them. Then things changed when I met my mentor from college, Anna. Her Korean name is Jisook and she offered me to have a my very first one-on-one -on -one Bible study with her. Um, I accepted Christ shortly after realizing that my life actually belonged to God, not me. Since then, I've found the greatest value in spending time with God uh, to build a personal relationship with Him, and I always will. That's my story, but it could also be your story if you ask the question, Who loves you? I loved you because God first loved me. Here's my story. I always grew up in church, but never saw God as omnipresent. I saw him as just some guy we talked about. And that led me getting some pretty bad places. I fell into porn, fell into watching porn and soon fell into a very deep depression because God wasn't real to me. One day at a camp, I was in charge I got put in charge of a pretty small task. Nothing real important, 
but God showed me through that that even in the small things, He's with me. And He started showing me in what I was doing how real He was and how much He was moving in my life. That's my story, but that could also be yours. But first you have to ask yourself the question. Okay, so there's a teaser campaign that builds up to Who Loves You Week. Uh, people start wearing the wristbands, Who Loves You. Uh, people start posting their stories but all of this leads up to an event um, and the event for this end of the week is uh, not a party but instead a story night and on this story night there are two ways you can do this either you bring in somebody who's really interested maybe a local celebrity who is a Christian who can share their story either by just telling the story or by being interviewed or you can do one of my favorites, which is uh, something like a coffee bar where different individuals get up and share their story. The kind of people who've been involved in Because You're Loved, they get up, they share their story, maybe just one minute, basically the same thing they just uploaded onto YouTube, and people in the coffee bar or wherever they are can ask those stories, ask them questions, uh, and say, when did this happen, and what, what happened? I, I love the idea of something that's like that more than a celebrity, but I would think both of those ideas work. Of course, when people are going around with the Who Loves You they uh, wristbands, they can also be giving out the cards when they tell the story. You can almost make it a competition, you know, how many cards can you give away, how many people can you tell your story to. Now we'll talk about later, of course there's some training that needs to go into this, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. For now let's look at our second workshop. Look at the instructions for the Who Loves You videos and either write out your own story or if you have time, create your own story. Let me just say, as you can see, these videos were not done professionally. They're something anybody can do. So most people hopefully will simply get their um, phone and record themselves. We don't need them to be super professional. It doesn't mind if you see people turn the phone on and turn it off again as long as the format is used and the sound quality is reasonably good and not difficult to hear. So you could probably um, even create your video right now if you have time. So I'm gonna give you 10 minutes to either write out your story using that format or create your video using that format. And then we'll come back and look at the third uh, mission or program in the Because You're Loved campaign. Great, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing your stories on the social wall. Now, um, the third program, so the first program, Dare to Love, is about showing physically with acts of kindness, intentional acts of kindness, that people are dared to show their faith. The second, Who Loves You, is about training people to share their faith and not being too private, but being happy to be public and testifying and being prepared to give an answer and standing up for their faith and sharing their story, getting used to doing that. But the third part is incredibly important. The third part of, or the third program is called Bring the Love. And this is actually about events, three different types of events. What's special about this is not the events, but it's how the participants in Because You're Loved interact with the events, and particularly interact with the people they bring to the events. You see, I think there's something, that there's a principle in the Bible that we lose in modern day evangelism. We're so used to inviting people to events, but actually we need to do something radically different. 
So I'm going to read some Bible verses to you, and I want you to uh, listen out for what is the key principle in all of them. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. Then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. And when the men of that place recognised Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought out all their sick to him. Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. They came to Bethsaida and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. So hopefully you saw the common denominator there. They were brought to Jesus. We've got to stop simply training people to say, hey, come along, here's the place, I'd love to invite you, to actually training people to bring people to events, bring people to the place that we want them to come to. Uh, I became a Christian not simply because somebody told me about Jesus uh, and then said, hey, why don't you go to this particular church on this particular date at this particular time? But they said to me, hey, if you call me, here's my number, I'll come and I'll pick you up and I'll take you there. People are more likely to go somewhere if somebody brings them than if somebody invites them. I mean, wouldn't you? You know, if you're if you're walking to a strange environment on your own, it's awkward. But if somebody meets you somewhere you're comfortable with and then takes you a friend or somebody you've got to know a little bit, it's so much better. The other thing is there's a spiritual uh, uh, thing that goes on here. When when people are coming towards God, you know, the enemy wants to stop them and people suddenly get ill or there's a, a, an accident or there's a problem and people don't have the spiritual maturity yet to understand that that may well be the enemy trying to stop them. So they think, oh, I'm just not in the mood or I feel a bit sick. But if, if you're going to take them, if you're going to meet them at their home somewhere, or you're, you're going to go out of your way to meet with them, people are more likely to follow through and, and commit. That's what we found. But there's also a key spiritual element to this whole thing about bringing people. And it's in an interesting, I think, very interesting verse of Scripture. Listen to this. Some men brought to him a paralytic lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. So I think that's a fascinating Scripture that the faith that impressed Jesus, the thing that kind of motivated him and he responded to was not the faith of the paralytic. We don't even know if he had any faith, to be honest. It was the people who went to the trouble of bringing that guy to Jesus. God sees the faith of people who bring people to him and he responds to it. And there's a spiritual dynamic there that I think is incredibly important and often missed. I think we say we would see a big difference if we stopped training people to be inviters and started training them to be bringers. So let's think about that just a little bit more. How would that work with a Bring the Love campaign or part of the Because You Love campaign? Let me go through how this particular week works.
Firstly, participants are given VIP cards and they fill these cards in with the details of three events plus their contact details. The three events take the form of a teaching event, a social event and a service event. So let me take you through the VIP card. As you take a look at the screen, on one side it simply says VIP and underneath has the words I would like to take you to. When you flip over the card, it lists the three events including the time, date and venue and the space there for the Because You Love participants to write in their name and contact details. So I give somebody a card, it says hey here's a VIP card, um, I want to take you to something you turn it around, talk to them about the three events and say, here's my name, here's where we could meet or here's my contact details, call me and I'd love to come and pick you up, take you or arrange for you to get to where we're going. So really simple idea but we found it's really quite um, effective. Now at the end of week events, there are three choices. There's a teaching event, a social event and a service event. So the idea of this is not everybody wants to respond to the same thing. Some people would happily come to a teaching event but want, wouldn't want to get involved in some kind of social work. Somebody else may feel much more comfortable about coming to serve with you and feel a bit awkward about coming to a teaching event. So you can decide what those three events are but they need to be a teaching event, a service event and a social event. Some possible ideas might be have a ream for a teaching event. Um, an art exhibition for a social event and feeding the homeless for a service event. So there are three ideas you could do if you're interested but I'm sure you can come up with some even better ideas if you put your mind to it. Okay let's um, look at our final workshop. Thinking through restructuring with the slogan stop inviting start bringing what training would you need to give in these four areas to those involved in bring the love? Biblical training, etiquette, safety and creativity. Okay, so before you break for the workshop, let me just encourage you, uh, because you love this happening on six continents right now, um, and we're always updating it but it's been hugely beneficial because it's simple, it's effective and it gets people involved. I remember about 15 years ago a few of my friends sitting around in a circle and one was asked what's your vision for the future and he said I want to speak to thousands about the gospel and then it came to me and I was asked the same question I thought I want to train thousands to share the gospel and that's what Because You Love is about. So we, we taught our distinctive but actually it was Matt Riley, the Pays Island National Director and his team that came up with the original idea for Because You Love. So we thank them so much for that. Um, feel free, please register your Because You Loved on our website, that would really help us and you can then access more resources um, and that would be just fantastic if you can do that. We've also listed more resources at the end of the workshop so we just put down some ideas that, uh, that Pays in Ireland did for their special events at different times during their year of Because You Loved. Okay, thanks for listening. Uh, any questions, feel free to contact us at the usual places and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.